0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, I am Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatryan from Yerevan, Armenia, and today we will talk about acute coronary syndromes. Uh, I I see it might be not one lecture, maybe several lectures. Uh, Actually this is a part of uh, acute coronary syndrome, uh, uh, of atherosclerosis at the same time, at the same time, is the problem of ischemic coronary artery disease or ischemic heart disease? Okay. Anyway, 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 we start with acute coronary syndrome. What is acute coronary syndrome? Uh, acute coronary syndrome results from acute obstruction of a coronary artery. Consequences depend on degree and location on obstruction of obstruction and range from unstable angina to non. STS segment elevation myocardial infarction, so non stemi ST segment elevation myocardial infarction, STEMI. So NS, non What? This is abbreviation. Eh? STEMI. ST is what? ST uh, segment on ECG. E. Uh, elevation myocardial infarction. So N, non. non STEMI. So ST elevation myocardial infarction and sudden cardiac death. Okay. So, symptoms are similar in each of these uh, symptoms Uh, unstable angina, non STEMI, non STEMI, and STEMI, except sudden death, of course, and include chest discomfort with or without dyspnea, nausea, and diaphoresis. Diagnosis is by ECG and the presence or absence of serologic markers. Treatment is an antiplatelet drugs, anticoagulants, nitrates, beta blockers, and for STEMI, emergency reperfusion via fibrinolytic, fibrinolytic agents, percutaneous intervention, or occasionally coronary artery bypass graft surgery. Okay, so about classification. Acute coronary syndrome include three types three problems a stable angina known as t segment elevation myocardial infarction so an stemi and T segment elevation myocardial infarction these syndromes are involved acute coronary ischemia and are distinguished based on symptoms ecg findings and this is very important cardiac marker levels it's helpful to distinguish these syndromes because prognosis and treatment vary Unstable angina. Acute coronary insufficiency, pre-infarction angina, intermediate syndrome is defined as one of more of the following in patients whose cardiac biomarkers do not meet criteria for myocardial infarction. So there are three. Rest angina that is prolonged, usually more than 20 minutes, new onset angina, of at least class three severity in the Canadian Cardiovascular Society classification. Then, uh, we, we will talk about this um, uh, during angina. Uh, if have got once angina pectoris, of course. Increasingly angina, increasing angina. For example, previous diagnosed angina that has become distinctly more frequent, more severe, longer in duration, or lower in threshold. For example, increased by one more than Cardiac Classification Syndrome, or at least uh, Cardiac Classification Syndrome, Class three. So anyway, we will talk about this uh, with God help in angina pectoris. ECG changes such as ST-segment depression, ST-segment elevation, or T-wave inversion may occur during unstable angina, but they are transient. Of cardiac markers, uh, CK uh, creatine kinase is not elevated by it, but cardiac troponin, particularly when measured using high sensitivity troponin test, may be slightly increased. Increased Unstable angina is clinically unstable and often a prelude to a very often a prelude to myocardial infarction or arrhythmia, or less commonly to sudden death so actually arrhythmia is a sign of myocardial infarction so uh, in continuum of atherosclerosis uh, arrhythmia is due to myocardial infarction not all arrhythmias are problem but sudden death it's it's, uh, due to myocardial infarction or arrhythmia is due to uh, coronary artery disease actually due to myocardial infarction Okay, non-CT segment, non-ST segment elevation, so NSTEMI or non-STEMI, I do prefer non-STEMI, subendocardial myocardial infarction, subendocardial myocardial infarction. Is myocardial necrosis evidenced by cardiac uh, markers in blood, troponin I or troponin T and creatinine kinase will be elevated without acute ST segment elevation. So ECG changes such as ST segment depression T wave inversion or both may be present. ST segment elevation myocardial infarction so STEMI or transmural myocardial infarction is myocardial necrosis with ECG changes showing ST segment elevation that is not quickly reversed by nitroglycerin or showing left new left bundle branch block. Troponin I or troponin T and creatinine kinase are elevated. Both types of myocardial infarction or or may not produce Q waves on the ECG Q wave myocardial infarction or non-Q wave myocardial infarction. So actually the same patient uh, th- this is my life up to you. It's the same patient, the first hours may be present with ST segment myocardial infarction, and the next day this is the same patient, eh? but diagnosis changed to Q wave myocardial infarction if it's, for example, not treated or not well treated or failing in treatment. Uh, so, diagnosis Q, unstable angina, ST segment, non-ST segment elevation, Q wave, non-Q wave myocardial infarction is the question of time. first minutes of course we see first minutes why we see first minutes we see changes in st segment because this is a question of depolarization oh sorry of repolarization repolarization of ventricles is so a problem of in diastole that is why we see changes in st segment and that is why we call this first minutes first minutes during therapeutic window 120 minutes we see these changes okay and uh, several hours day several hours or next day we see Q wave or non Q waves. So, th- this is the same person, but cha- diagnosis changed in time. Okay? So, about etiology of myocardial, of acute coronary syndrome, actually myocardial infarction also. The most common cause of acute coronary syndrome is an acute thrombosis in aterosclerosis, aterosclerotic coronary. Uh, artery about uh, about atherosclerosis. We've talked about several lectures in several lectures. So I give you a link. Uh, ter- atheromatoc- atheromatous plaques sometimes become unstable or inflamed. So actually unstable and inflamed, it is the same question, huh? the same problem, causing is to rupture or split, exposing thrombogenic material which activates platelets into coagulation cascade and produce an acute thrombus. Platelet activation involves conform, uh, conformational changes in um, uh, membrane glycoprotein GP. Yeah? GP is uh, so actually membrane uh, glycoprotein two uh, glycoprotein 2b3a receptors. So we, t- we will talk about gl- glycoprotein receptors, allowing cross-linking and thus aggregation of platelets. Even atheromas. Even atheromas. Uh, causing minimal obstruction can rupture and result in thrombrosis. In 50% of causes, pre-event stenosis is less than 40%. I actually can say you that is the most, even, uh, we can say about in acute uh, coronary myocardial infarction, The major, major, majority of the plaques, is unstable plaques, are very little. So no cold unsta- uh, hemodynamic stable. Hemodynamic unstable is the more 75%. So this is a small, irregular, non-solid, inflamed, unstable plaques. Thus, although the severity of stenosis helps predict symptoms, it doesn't always predict acute thrombotic events. It doesn't predict uh, acute thrombotic events at all. The resultant thrombus abruptly interferes with blood flow to parts of the myocardium. Spontaneous thrombolytic occurs Thrombolysis spontaneous thrombolysis occurs in about two third of patients. Two third of patients twenty four hours later, thrombo uh, spontaneous thrombolysis, thrombotic obstruction, is found in only about thirty percent of cases. However, in virtually all cases, obstruction lasts long enough to cause varying degree of tissue necrosis so our work before area of reperfusion before area of uh, re, um, re, um, stent area is to gain the time this to, uh, therapeutic window is 120 minutes so we try to try and now we try we're trying to prolong this period to to necrosis to to give to do time to give time uh, to body to produce this spontaneous thrombolysis. spontaneous thrombolysis, sp- spontaneous thrombolytics, fibrinolytics is the, are the best one. Rare causes of co- acute uh, coronary syndrome are coronary artery embolism, coronary spasm, and coronary artery dissection. But actually, and coronary artery embolism, and coronary spasm, and coronary artery dissections are always on the plaque almost always. Coronary arterial embolism can occur in mitral stenosis, aortic stenosis, infective, uh, infective, 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 infection, infective endocarditis, marant- marantic endocarditis, marantic, or atrial fibrillation. Hmm? Cocaine, uh, cocaine use and other causes of coronary spasm can sometimes result in myocardial infarction, I actually can say that not sometimes. That myocardial infarction due to cocaine u- using of cocaine is very dangerous. Mo- maybe the most dangerous one, as dangerous as in diabetes mellitus. Spasm-induced myocardial infarction may occur in normal or atherosclerotic coronary arteries, but actually spasm-induced myocardial infarction may uh, uh, very often in atherosclerotic coronary arteries. Yes, of course, they talk about normal coronary arteries, but in, spo- in athletes, for example. But major par- ma- uh, in majority cases, this is, of course, uh, uh, a coronary arteries, spasm induced myocardial infarction. Coronary artery dissection is a non-traumatic tear in the coronary intima with creation of a false lumen. Blood following through the false lumen expands Expans it, which restricts blood flow through the true lumen, sometimes causing coronary ischemia or reinfarction. Dissection may occur in atherosclerotic or non atherosclerotic coronary arteries. Non-atelosclerotic dissection is more likely in pregnant or or so-called postpartum postpartum, uh, after childbirth. Postpartum women and or patients with fibromuscular dysplasia or other connective tissue disorders. Okay, so about pathophysiology. So actually the pathophysiology of acute coronary syndrome is is the main is the same as in atherosclerosis. So this is the actually, uh, actually this is the part of uh, atherosclerosis. This is a part of atherosclerosis. Okay, let's continue. So, m- about pato, initial consequences vary with size, location, and duration of obstruction, and range from transient ischemia to infarction. Measurements of newer, more sensitive markers indicate that some cell necrosis probably occurs even in mild form. In mild forms, thus, ischemic events occur uh, on a continuum on this atherosclerotic continuum. And classification uh, into, s- into subgroups, although useful, is somewhat arbitrary. Arbitrary. On huh? the question. Uh, very arbitrary. Sequally, sequally of the uh, acute complications, of the acute event depend primary on the mass and type of cardiac tissue infarcted so infarction and necrosis the same thing okay so myocardial uh, myocardial dysfunction ischemic but not infarcted tissue has impaired contractility and relaxation resulting in hypokinetic or akinetic segments these segments may expand on or bulge bulge huh? uh, during systole Called paradoxal motion. The size of the affected area determines effects which range from minimal to mild heart failure to cardiogenic shock. So actually cardiogenic shock is acute acute heart failure. Uh, Not today, of course. Usually large parts of myocardium must be ischemic to cause significant myocardial dysfunction. Some, some degree of heart failure occurs in about two thirds of hospitalized patients with acute myocardial infarction. It's it's in it's termed ischemic. It's termed ischemic cardiomyopathy, cardiomyopathy, if low cardiac output, or and heart failure persist. So if we 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 will talk about, we, we talked about actually uh, cardiomyopathy during dilation, dilated cardiomyopathy huh dilated cardiomyopathy give you a link so to to make distinguish diastolic the um, differential diagnosis huh? so dilated dilated cardiomyopathy is actually due to or idiopathic or due to for example i don't know uh, alcoholic consumption uh, abuse of alcohol or viral infection etc In this situation, when we talk about ischemic cardiomyopathy, it's due to coronary artery disease. So, ischemic cardiomyopathy is uh, if low cardiac output and heart failure persist. Ischemic involving the papillary muscle may lead to mitral valve regurgitation. Regurgia. Dysfunctional wall motion can uh, can allow mitral, allow mural thrombus formation. So, myocardial infarction. Myocardial infarction is... Myocardial necrosis resulting from abrupt reduction in coronary blood flow to part of the myocardium, infarcted tissue, is permanently dysfunctional. However, there is a zone of potentially reversible ischemia adjacent to infarcted tissue. Myocardial infarction affects predominantly the left ventricle. Predominantly. But damage, of course, may extend into the right ventricle or even uh, to the atria even the atria. So infarction may be transmural. Transmural infarcts involve the whole thickness of myocardium from epicardium to endocardium and are usually characterized by abnormal Q-waves on an e- ECG. So actually uh, it's very good that we use now ancient terms. So transmural myocardial infarction it was my time. This is Q-wave myocardial infarction in 99% of causes. Non-transmural, or so-called subendocardial not infarction, non-transmural, intramural, up to you. Non-transmural effects do not extend through the ventricle wall, causes only ST-segment and T-wave inversion, so, so-called so ST-segment abnormalities. Or we call it just ST-segment repolarization abnormalities, we understand about what we are talking about, even as in, uh, as in unstable angina. Because the trans uh, of course in unstable angina we don't have uh, elevation of biomarkers, actually we have but but not so pronounced. Uh, because the transmural death of necrosis cannot be precisely determined clinically. Infarcts are usually classified as STEMI or non-STEMI by the presence or absence of ST elevation or Q waves on ECG. So, once again, I do understand this. So, the same diagnosis can be changed. It must be changed in patients in with acute coronary syndrome. With acute ischemia. Actually, I don't like this term, uh, acute coronary is, is syndrome. Acute ischemia, myocardial ischemia, uh, it's my term. This is my, this is my book concerning this problem. Okay. So, uh, first minutes we've got. ST-sigband changes, first minutes of myocardial infarction or unstable angina. And then we've got uh, for example second end Q wave or non wave, myocardial infarction or just unstable angina. Necrosis of significant portion of, of the interventricular septum or ventricle uh, wall may rupture with dire, very dire consequences. With, uh, Lateral consequences, actually. A ventricular aneurysm or pseudoaneurysm may form. Now about electrical dysfunction. Electrical dysfunction can be significant in any form of acute coronary syndrome. Ischemic and necrotic cells are incapable of normal electrical activity, resulting in various ECG changes, predominantly ST segment abnormalities, and T-wave, of course, also. Arrhythmias and conduction disturbances. ST abnormalities, abnormalities of ischemia include ST segment depression, often down sloping, down downsloping from the G point, T wave inversion, ST segment elevation, often referred to as injury, injury current injury, and peaked T waves in the hyperacute phase. Hyperacute phase of infarction. Hyperacute phase T waves uh, like this of infarction. Conduction disturbances can reflect. Uh, damage to the sinus node, the entry ventricular AV node or specialized conduction tissues. Most changes are transient some are permanent. Uh, so about symptoms of uh, science, actually of acute coronary syndrome. Symptoms of acute coronary syndromes depend somewhat on the extent and location of obstruction and are quite variable. Painful stimuli from Uh, uh, thoracic organs, including the heart, can cause discomfort, described as pressure, tearing, uh, like tearing, you know, uh, tearing and the gas with the urge to irrigate. (coughs) Uh, As the urge to irrigate, yeah. Uh, Indigestion, so for example, in abdomen pain, for example, in uh, inferior myocardial infarction, burning, very often, etching, etching also, uh, stabbing, stabbing, and sometimes sharp needle, sharp needle-like pain. But actually, sharp needle-like pain is not more, not often. At least, if, if pain sh- uh, symptom of Levy, huh? doctor Levy, if pain uh, patient show you like this pain. Where where we've got pain, he said, ah, here, here, or here. It's in 99 percent is not a, a coronary problem at all, not our problem at all, except when infarction is massive. Recognizing d- the amount of ischemia by symptoms alone is very difficult. Actually, it's impossible. Symptoms of acute coronary sy- syndrome are similar to those of angina, and are discussed in more detail. And we will discuss. In more detail, in sections over stable angina and uh, acute myocardial dysfunction, if God wants. So about complications. After the acute event, many complications can occur. They usually involve electrical dysfunction. For example, conductional defects. What defects? So AV block, for example, AV block, uh, or arrhythmias. arrhythmias or heavy block, myocardial dysfunction, for example, heart failure, interventrical symptom or free wall rupture, uh, direct compl- uh, complication, ventricle aneurysm, pseudoaneurysm, neural thrombosis formation, cardiogenic shock, and valvular dysfunction, typically mitral regurgitation. Electrical dysfunction can be significant in any form of acute coronary syndrome, but usually, with usually, Large parts of myocardium must be ischemic to cause significant myocardial dysfunction. Other complications of acute coronary syndrome include recurrent ischemia and pericarditis. Pericarditis that occurs uh, two to ten weeks after myocardial infarction is known as post-myocardial infarction syndrome or Dressler syndrome, but actually we will talk about Dressler syndrome uh, uh, as post-myocardial infarction syndrome. In other lectures. So, uh, is electrical dysfunction. Huh? Once again, electrical dysfunction, for example, AV block. So, conduct not a, just AV block, so, uh, bundle his blocks, for example. And myocardial dysfunction, so heart failure, and valvular dysfunction. So uh, this first part of acute coronary syndromes, I think it's enough then we will talk about the diagnosis of acute coronary syndrome and treatment of course. Uh, yes this that's enough. So okay in conclusion what I want to say I want to say once again to understand what is myocardial, what is actually uh, Acute coronary syndrome. Acute coronary syndrome results from an uh, of acute obstruction of coronary artery. That is why we call it coronary ar- acute coronary syndrome. Coronary artery, this is a part of coronary artery, coronary artery disease. Consequences depend on the degree and location of op- this obstruction, and the range from unstable angina, so actually uh, angina, no biomarkers, no no sharp evidence of biomarkers. I understand that it's not very clear this difference. Uh, two, uh, ST or non-ST segment myocardial infarction. So, actually, and sudden cardiac death. Symptoms are similar in each of these symptom, syndromes, uh, no, of course, uh, except sudden death. Sudden so death, no symptoms. <laughs> and they include chest discomfort with or without dyspnea, nausea, and diaphoresis. Diagnosis: we'll talk about diagnosis in the next lecture. you have got ones by ECG and the presence of absence of serologic treatments. Treatment, we will talk about this, is antiplatelet drugs, anticoagulants, nitrates, uh, beta blockers, and uh, for STEMI, emergency reperfusion via fibrinolytic, fibrinolytic agents, uh, drugs, percutaneous intervention, or occasionally coronary artery bypass graft surgery. So, uh, thanks uh, for your attention. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. And once again, please don't forget to Uh, make your donations because we exist due to your donations so how to make your donation to our channel to us it will be highly appreciated you can find in description of this video in YouTube so bye and see you goodbye